we can't joke <laughs> about we can't joke about this. We can't joke about this. Shit. Fine. Then I'm oh well now I have to edit out a lot of stuff now. <laughs> I was just gonna say Dave could just go to a bar and just be like, I'm divorced today. And then we get free beer. Holy 17, hell. 17 dates. Would all at the same time. Totally. Okay. Everybody's phone number. Everybody's phone number. Five. <laughs> This is going to be a pain in the ass to edit. Three. Uh, two. Mm, one. Hello world is a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the happy hour. Okay, welcome back, listeners. What a terrible week of Habs hockey. Of Habs news, of news in particular for all Canadians around the great country of Canada. And I have to adjust something because I just realized, wow, Zoom resets its screen position when more people are added. So that's why it's always off. Now I know. The more you know, G.I. Joe. My name's David O'Shea. I'm at MetalDave02 on Twitter.com. Joined as always by Beth. Hello, I'm at H-I-V-E-R-H-U-I-T on Twitter. And Veronica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am at C-H-I-L-E underscore Pepper on Twitter. And we're the Happy Hour. Um, HappyHour.com, Happy Hour Pod on Instagram, Happy Hour uh, on uh, Twitter. And I did that in reverse order, and I don't know if I hit all of our stuff. Uh, you, did I miss something? YouTube? Oh, yeah, YouTube.com slash Happy Hour. Thank you, Beth. Beth was not with us last weekend. Week, sorry, because we recorded the day after that thrashing that the Habs uh, had at, yeah. at the ha- at the hands of the uh, Minnesota Wild, that 8-2 decision. We already talked about that game. We don't need to nope. talk about that we game again. We don't need to talk about any of the games. We honestly, really like, don't need like, to. We really don't. The, the premise... And, 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 like, guiding light of this podcast has been broken in twine. This team is unreportable. Yeah. Thank you for listening. That's all I have. (laughs) (laughs) There's only the one thing that's worth mentioning. Paul Byron came back. There we go. Brandon Gallagher. And Gallagher, yes. Brandon Gallagher came back also. Was uh, Armia or Caulfield in the game on Sunday, uh, yesterday? Because I couldn't watch it. I was... uh, No. No. Aren't they still, like, stranded somewhere? No, they just just They're in Montreal now. They got back Sunday. They got back Sunday. okay. But I think that they didn't play yesterday because they didn't... um, Yesterday was Sunday. Uh, They got back back this past weekend, but uh, it had already been said that they weren't expected to play because of lack of practice and yeah whatever look i don't listen i I'm not guess i know but still i'm like they what? Were, why they not were doing things together uh-huh. they they didn't somebody say that they went and like did something together i don't know got ice cream or some shit i mean they were in you know minnesota together staying there and uh yeah, yeah. so they were, they were like probably doing crosswords and playing donkey Kong. <laughs> they were both yeah. uh alumni crosswords, apparently definitely of the badgers like i i don't apparently y'all mia was that as well though that goes further back in the history of hockey that I don't know, since Caulfield is. Mia went to college. He might have. He might have. Might have. I don't know. I don't think so. That wouldn't make yeah, sense to me. Finished. I could have sworn, like the Wisconsin. It's free in Finland. Why would he come here? 
that the well to play hockey, but like those the Wisconsin uh, Twitter oh, account I thought said, oh look, two former players are Mia and Caulfield. I'm like what? I'll look that up. I gotta fucking do do something. They here. just went there. Oh, they went to Wisconsin to skate. Uh, I guess because like they I, maybe they invited them to go like practice and exercise there since our, since Caulfield went there. Right, and that's exactly why I'm like, what 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 conditioning do they need right now? But I with this team, I, <laughs> no idea what's going on. I don't know. Frankly, maybe just none. To keep them, I guess, in fighting shape. Uh, uh, see, if in the past week, how many goals did they did they have scored against them? Something like twenty eight. Oh, I already I I crunched some of the numbers on that, and I'll uh, I'll bring that up because it's a, it's a pathetic yeah. amount. Here we go. So sad. This is for goalies. They are always getting pulled. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's I, I've never yeah. seen anything like it this before. You know, since you know watching hockey, reading about hockey, four or five, I think now consecutive games where the goalie has been pulled for the Habs because they let up like four or five goals in the first period. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but last night, Winnipeg Jets, it was 4-1 after the first period. Winnipeg Jets? No. Ah, Columbus. That's right. The blue screwed me up. The the blue jacket. Sorry. Uh, Yeah, wasn't it (laughs) 4-1 after the first period? I was playing hockey, Mm -hmm. also getting killed on the ice, so... Yeah, I know. I know what it's like. Nice. And Montembeau got pulled in the period, I believe. Oh, oh! But they made a game of it. They, they tried they did anyway. at the end. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They really showed up. And like my thing is, like with the goalies, like I, my, I have to temper my expectations because neither of these goalies expected to have to perform to the caliber that they're being asked to perform at right now. And it's I mean, not always... who they are. Yeah, they're always goalies. expected to to perform to a certain caliber, but they're not expected they're, to they're not play the entire expect, season. Yeah, they expect. Yeah, exactly. They're like, not supposed to show up every night. Yeah. Here's the thing about that. Um, the um the stat with promo that kind of surprised me because I didn't know that it was this much of a problem with the halves is that Ma- is that promo has it's primo <laughs> primo primo. I keep to tell you primo. Really? All right, primo. primo he's premium. <clears throat> Yeah, he um he has only 60 something games of AHL experience. That's not even a full season of AHL hockey. And here he is playing for, you know, the Habs proper as they're getting, you know, ragdolled every night. But um there there there's two two things, you know, that I wanted to mention with uh with the Habs in this particular schedule. The month of January has concluded. The Habs went uh one Eight and three, I think. They won one game in regulation in the entire month of January. It's one eight, maybe one nine and three. But one game, one game in a month. The last time that happened during like a regular season month, not including April or COVID, was 2000. January, the year 2000, where they won only one game. In a in like a regular season, yeah. See, in the year two thousand, in the year two thousand, I I didn't know that hockey was a thing. No, I wasn't quite pregnant yet. No, (laughs) I was. Jesus Christ! Uh, Why two? That was like right after Columbine. That was uh, Y two K. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. I know. So funny about that Y two K shit. I was a. What's that Y two K? I think I was in eighth grade. 
Yeah, I was. Oh, I, shit. I was about to turn seven. And I was a. So I was a wee were... babe. <laughs> I was. I was about to 12. get pregnant. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right. Get that family going while I was trying to figure out my multiplication tables. We were actually talking about today, Max and I, because there's something going on during the. He was watching the Canucks game. And there was a like a like a thing in the intermission about 9-11. Hmm. I'm not quite sure why. Interesting. What about? But yeah, there was something in the intermission, or maybe it was some kind of commercial for something. And um 9-11. A home game for Vancouver? In Chicago. Oh. They were well, playing in yeah, Chicago. Yeah, okay. I thought they had it in, in Vancouver. I'm like, uh, no, well, no, I mean, no, no, no. I under, I, I, yeah. I appreciate it was the, like a uh, feature during the intermission. It's like I don't know why. Anyway, we were talking about what we were, what we were, I mean, he doesn't remember because maybe it was somebody who was attending the game. Yeah. What was, I I um, didn't pay close attention because I was scrambling around. I was doing some work and trying to get ready. So that's a good point. Yeah. It might've been uh, somebody at the game that they were honoring. Chicago is big on that stuff. Well, every rink is big on that particularly. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So where you were on nine 11, but the, there was something else that came up on Twitter that's like, oh my god, everyone knows exactly where they were when this particular thing happened. Of course, I can't remember what it was. Damn. I know exactly where I was. There's there's thing like when we found out that PK signed his new contract. Oh, right. Was everybody it a knows where they were. Thing? I gotta look through my stuff. I'm also gonna try to find that one stat with the goals for and a goal. And against. when he got traded, everybody mm-hmm. knows what they were doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the contract, but I remember where I was when he got traded. Oh yeah. I remember the contract because we were like <gasps> Because it was all like this, are they going to arbitration? And it was this like whole... Oh, yeah. The Habs didn't him. want PK, even though we got him that huge fucking yeah, contract. Exactly. That that whole... <laughs> enough. Wilson had to intervene. Enough. That is over a half a decade ago. <laughs> we're moving on. <laughs> Jesus I just remember where I was. Christ. We were on our way to... We were on our way to Kamloops. Oh. Mm-hmm. Cam Loops always makes me think of makes me think of breakfast because I know Fruit Loops. <laughs> they should just make a breakfast cereal. Who's our friend in Cam Loops? I keep on our friend in Cam Loops. Uh, is it Curtis? Yeah, is Curtis? Is it Curtis with a K? Yes. I can see. I keep on. I keep on. It is Curtis with a K. Yes. Curtis thirty four. That's why. He's a pretty cool, dude. Yeah. Shout he's out. Really cool. Also, oh. shout out to Sinead uh, again, just for being generally Shin- uh, it's incredible. Sinead. It's, it's Sinead. Sinead. It's, it's Gaelic. Like Sinead O'Connor. You and those, yeah. f- like, the, like, like, Sheobon. <laughs> All right, Shannon. Siobhan. It's Siobhan. Oh, I had, I had one. I had one that said all, Shannon. I'm like, all of Gaelic Twitter up your ass, David. Yeah. All right. Bring it on. Mother. I'm over She's here. the characters in that fucking succession. They call her Shiv. Oh, succession. Oh, nice. Yeah. Such a great show. Don't really see what the point of Ted Lasso is. All right, Joe Walsh, oh you my fucking God. weirdo. So I found the stat since I was looking okay. through Twitter. Um, <laughs> okay. Goals for and goals against as of January 29. So that does not include. So that's two days ago? Yeah, yesterday. that does not include the loss yesterday. Goals for and goals against. 23 goals for, 41 goals against. January's goal differential for the Habs. However, it's more stark in this con in this context. Yesterday, six three against. Saturday, seven two, five four, eight to two. Eight 
Eight to two, five, four, seven, two. Uh, and, and let's see. Uh, Minnesota. What was one, that? Eight? Two. Yeah, yeah. That eight to two. One, two, three, four, five, wow. six, seven, eight games this month where the Habs had let in more than five goals. Or five goals or more, I should say. What is Luke Richardson doing? Bro, seriously. Now. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, listen, no. You're so Luke, cute. Sidebar, you are the cutest thing. Me? Yeah. I know. Yes. Oh, well, what is she I cute? cute? Isn't she cute? I oh my yes. God. So she cute. is so okay. cute. She's so adorable. Okay. Listen, I tried so hard day. today. And, just, <laughs> and listen, right. I'm, I might get in trouble for this. Uh, if this person still listens to our podcast, I'm not going to name names. Um, but there's someone that. Tell us later. Uh, likes to do uh, ratings of the apparel of different people on the Montreal Canadiens, or did at one point. And this person oh. had been focusing on one person, and then the other day, either yesterday's game or Saturday's game, they said something about Luke Richardson's uh, apparel. And I'm like, it does not matter what the fuck he is wearing if he's not no. doing his job. Like, literally, just like all about like oh well that's a suit and blah blah, blah. i was like mm. i don't care what he's wearing he could wear a hefty garbage bag with yeah. holes in it you know what you could it. do if, as long as he was doing his job properly you know what you can do with that one beth you can put it on a billboard <laughs> so in that vein <laughs> that you were just you talking better not about take credit for it no don't take credit for it no 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 don't take credit for it man those billboards <laughs> some serious business up in quebec canada um <laughs> I actually had some fun this weekend because I got to watch Le Lyon yes. de Trois-Rivières yes. live in Glens Falls. And boy, howdy, if nobody's seen a Lions game, that team's good or the Thunder are bad. But it's cool just too. it is a cool rink. You have a nice barn up there. I mean, it's been around forever. Yeah, yeah. It has It's had a, a, a host of teams and affiliations and all that stuff. But it is really, really nice there. Um. The thing that was not nice is that the crowd there, typical crowd as one can expect. There is a maybe a couple or a few let's go Brandon guys, which you know didn't make a whole oh, lot it's of the sense. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my uh, life. Yeah. A, a smattering of some French phobic people. I'm like, all right, that you're gonna get that in a US rank, whatever. However, the, the, the craziest thing I heard from a guy that was consistent about it was uh he was chirping and I got to make sure I get the name right of the player. Uh, I think it's a Mathieu Gagnon for Le Lyon. Uh, I could be wrong, though, since I don't know the, you know, don't know the players off very well for the Lion. Because who right. knows who's playing for the Lion one day or another? I yeah, certainly yeah, yeah. don't. So, uh, anyways, this fellow, tall fellow, looks kind of hefty. Guys throwing fat shaming jokes at him. You know, calling him Tubby. Saying that, oh, you can speak to me all you want, but I don't understand fatties. And I was like, what? Are you, is this, this, this guy, Mr. Gagnon. No, a full grown adult. Maybe, maybe younger than me. I don't know. But like beard. And this guy was quite portly himself. And I thought, hmm, man, laying out some, uh, like, laying out some, uh, regressed rage tier and uh anyway it's so dumb gagnon ended up being the third star of the game gets yeah. called out good he gets called out onto the ice makes a big showing of it clapping his hands and he's good. pointing at the section 
where the guys were sitting and the the rink announcer stumbled a little bit when he did that and he started laughing and then he just went out with a few more of uh, the stars but the leon were amazing got to watch cam hillis play i was like oh shit he's down here so that was really cool it was just such a sharp looking team like watching that team in stark contrast to the habs you could tell that there was a method to the madness that there was a plan Every time they were on the ice, there was a plan. The power play, as predictable as the play was, cycle it around the umbrella, get the seam pass to uh, whoever's at the half boards, one-timer. Oh, it didn't work? Recollect the puck, cycle, one-timer from the OV position. It's like, there, there, there was a purpose. They were doing something. 2-2 game up until the end of the second period, and then the Lion just went crazy in the third period end up winning six to three there's actually a point in the game and this is where they got the lead where um the leon uh got themselves to the red line dump it in right to go for like a change or something like that so he rings it off the boards hits a stanchion right into the net and that was monsieur gagnon <laughs> hell yeah hell mm. yeah like, it's my nice team- to watch a game where you're entertained finally oh my god like, i was night- like I haven't watched something I like be good in like four months. <laughs> I was I had a very good time. Good sitting by myself. I was like, hmm, I've been hockey by myself before. It's fun. It's it can be fun. I go. I I've, I've been a few times. It's easier in Canada because we have so many friends. Yeah, like I went to I went to a Habs cast game by myself. I made friends with this like elderly woman sitting next to me that's had like season tickets since the the team has been in dc and whatever and oh, that, nice. that was really cool and i really have to get a Le leon jersey though because i'll probably get a cam hillis one that'll be really good do you i mean do you get the emails from tricolor they send me like five emails a day they're like we have another sale tricolor i don't know if they sell lion merch you might have to go to the oh, lions like website. website okay i thought they were a part of a, considered a part of it further to Since... that point i've had to do the same when uh the ahl team were over in nova scotia for the oh. uh, the ice caps uh when they were there so mm. I, I i remember i got one of their jerseys an ice cap one like one of the nice veteran ones that they had the yeah. veteran day one and um yeah i had to order it direct from them which was okay. you know, whatever i had to it's okay yeah. But it's cool. So yeah, very sharp looking team, and they're they're all Quebecers. Every single person on that team is literally from Quebec, and except for Cam Hillis, who's from Ontario. His grandfather's in. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. It's fine. But it's very cool. So I was happy about that. Um, Good. let's get into some uh some more Habs news, and we won't talk the games because the games are they're just the awful. Um, Corey Shuneman reassigned to Laval. Great. Give Laval all the help they can. I hope Caulfield goes down there too. Because yes. my God, what a what a train wreck it is. And Caulfield hasn't honestly hasn't been doing that well. Uh Suzuki seems to be able to, you know, have a you know flash in the pan every once in a while. He had uh, you know, uh, you know, scored um one or two, right? Yesterday, I thought. I think he opened the scoring last night. Yeah. Hmm. It's he's he likes having to foley back. Yeah. Oh, they've been connecting. They've been connecting all the time, which is great. The offense, frankly, not as much as a problem compared to, say, the defense, which is like, whenever the puck's in their zone, calamity. All right, next. Uh, Medical updates for Byron Gallagher, Dvorak, Drouin, and Price. 
we'll get the price, but um, uh, this can is. Can I just say something about Christian yeah, Dvorak? Of course you can. I'm yes. sick about people. I'm sick of people talking shit about that guy. He has hardly had a chance to play all season. Number one, and that and it, what, what what was it last week? Just before he got concussed, he scored two games, two mm-hmm. goals in a game. I really like. Um, there's that there's that crazy lady in Dallas that you know who I'm talking about. Patteron. Patteron's no. wife? Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, a fan on Twitter the, by whom I'm blocked now. But um, oh, NHL cowgirl? No, oh, no, she's just she's, she's crazy. She's an enigma. Miami's got to take a, a restraining order out on her. You know? Oh, like? the the young adult novelist. Right, 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 right. Oh. She shits on him all the time. Because of the because of Coach Kanyemi, so mad about Coach Kanyemi. Well, and and a lot of other people shit on him too. But I, it's just like he's hardly had a chance to play all season. He's the only guy that can win a face off on the team. Yeah, every time I see him with the puck, I'm not worried. No, exactly. Anyway, so really sad about him with his concussion, like that fucking elbow to the head. That didn't even get like that. It didn't get that called. was like not oh, an accident. No, if like, man, not. if it, if a player is out for time, like what's what's the checks and balances yeah. for like the compete level? You know, it's like you hurt somebody, at least get a game or something. Mm-hmm. Um, like or something. no, there's has to be like a there was no hearing on that hit yet. Yeah. Then I have you know, like smoke somebody, you know, later or like another person on the on whatever whatever game that was. Oh my god, I can't mm-hmm. even remember. Wasn't it um wasn't that the game against like Dallas or Minnesota? It was Minnesota. Right. And we got like flabbergasted. <laughs> flabbergasted. Just just absolutely gobsmacked, essentially. Wait a second. Here. And then what about um Cassian's hit on Montambo? Yeah. At least that got called. But that was, Beth, you sent us that clip in DMs. I wasn't even watching the game. Yeah, like nobody did anything. And but it wasn't even just that nobody did anything. He almost cracked his fucking head he on. Knocked like, his his helmet. He knocked his on helmet. He knocked his helmet. His helmet was knocked off. He, How do you like, skate by? I don't care if you double How up you on the guy. Why? That's it. Absolutely. It's, it's pathetic. Like that's, yeah. if that's not a sign of like that's just failed just... leadership, be it the player's Ooh. leadership the the bench bosses it's the the boat the boat's in half and it's sinking right now it's like there's nothing left like jeff petrie is the is the last of the like core leadership that is currently left on the team actively playing right now Mm. and and he yes he but he like he like it just shows like how removed from whatever is going on jeff petrie is and i am not saying this with any disrespect or ill will toward jeff Jeff petrie i'm just saying that this absolutely highlights that there is a huge issue going on and that something needs to be done to correct it yep this will continue to get worse that like like i said on twitter it's the, the the team that made it to the stanley cup final would never have allowed that no. Like, do you remember Shifley's hit on Jake Evans? Oh, yeah. yeah. Shea Weber, that referee, saved Shifley, Shifley's life. Mm-hmm. Because Shea Weber had murder on his 
face. Like he was going to fucking kill this guy. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I don't care. I don't care what's going on in your head. You're like, I suppose, like, I just don't understand how your instinct isn't to descend on Zach Cassian. Yeah. And at least give him an earful. Like, I mean, obviously, like Jeff Petrie himself said, he's like, he was, he would never fight that guy because, you know, he's obviously a madman, but it, 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 I, I don't understand how you don't do that. Yeah. I don't understand. Like, like Beth, if somebody did that to you in the street or anything, even remotely, oh, they'd get a fucking earful from me. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Or Dave. Like, they would, that, they would rue the day. Yeah. They would rue the day. Exactly. Like, they would rue the fucking day. I, I definitely yell at somebody for both of you. I don't know how I'd hit somebody just because. No, probably not. I might, but I would like, definitely yell at someone with my purse. Maybe. Right. Yeah. Maybe. Depends. I would mace. I would. I would mace and run away for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but like that. That was just absolutely appalling. And that's when I. I, I that's when I said to my son. This team is gone. Uh, gone. Yeah. It's not yeah. an NHL team. They're getting no. steamrolled every night by every bit of competition. Like, what's yeah. even the next game? Oh I don't even know. I think February. It's bye week now, isn't oh, it? Oh, it's their bye week. All-star game. There we go. In Florida. Yeah. Vegas. <clears throat> Joel Edmondson is in Florida. Good for him. Good for him. He deserves a break. I, don't, I mean, why Florida? What part? So I don't know. Disney? There was palm trees, swimming pool. Okay. He's in Cuba. Is um, he in Cuba? I don't know. I wish that'd be awesome. That would be awesome. That's, yeah, so the that's next, on my bucket list. Next oh, game is against game Jersey. For the Habs is Tuesday. The eighth. Uh, against Jersey, who is? Are they? Are, uh, is Jersey still winning? Did they win? I don't know. Um, they were. They're playing. The, they're playing the else. Leafs. Um. Oh damn it! The Leafs came back and won. Oh, it was 3-1, by the way, but this is Jersey we're talking about. Yeah, so now it was 6-4. Yeah. Um, Jesus I did the guy 6-4. Too tall. Very tall. Oh, what a pain um, ass. I'm checking the standings now. Like One thing that has been pointed out to me, which makes me sad, is that... Jersey like, when we... is last in their division, and I'm done. Okay. When when we started the show, like it was all about... like positivity and like being excited about the team and all this other stuff and that's not so present anymore but it is really hard to find like I I feel like if we look at where the team was in 2017 when we started guys we turned with no 2018 we turned four this year I know four like when we when we look at where the team was when we started this (laughs) in 2018 and where the team is now it's like carry the one for the season Yeah, yeah that's right I, I just I don't. Like, this I team is abundantly worse than the team in yeah, 2017. Exactly. Like, I really do want to be positive about this team, but like I don't know what to say anymore. Like it's it's not where I'm giving up on the Habs. Like I don't think I could no, see myself not. ever not being a Habs fan or not ever cheering for this team. Like they could win one more game the rest of the season, and I would still like be excited about that. Um, it's just like. I'm like as somebody who has struggled with like mental health issues myself like it's like it's like I'm in a very deep depressive state and I am looking and looking and looking for some sliver of light to hang on to and every single thing that I find is taken away 
so like like you said like we had christian dvorak and like he was doing really well for um i mean maybe like maybe a little bit hot and cold but generally pretty well for a good while and like now he's concussed and we don't know when he's gonna be back and we for a while we were like okay we'll have an okay goalie tandem like it's jake allen and montembo maybe primo and we'll, we'll switch out and it'll be fine jake allen was hurt came back was immediately hurt again so now we have two ahl echl goalies playing at the nhl level and then we also have no defense and we have all these other injuries we have players that we have not seen play at all this season um we don't have leadership it's just and then like there's there's no active change or active um effort to implement anything that could potentially help and so it's hard to just we can't say like oh it's gonna be fine we just have to hope like that's not what we yeah. ever wanted to be we didn't want to be um cotton candy and yeah. sunshine all the time because we know that's not realistic but we did want to find and emphasize the positivities on this team and right now all that we have is really the love of the team the love of the players and we can't really no that's say it say much else i even when in that particular season even when they even when they were losing and losing and losing and losing and losing, I would watch and I would stay and I would watch 60 minutes. That's not happening. This That's not happening this season. And that's because I'm looking on the ice and I'm looking at the players and I'm not seeing that they care. Yeah. So it, it, it's hard for me to care like that. And that's literally why if they actually cared, I would care. Yeah. Like when we saw uh, yesterday, Brendan Gallagher, having him back and Paul Byron that gives the team an extra little jump. Like it's, it is, it is quite funny. Like they're, they're not playing. Like everybody's like, it's obvious they hate the coach. Well, yesterday it wasn't obvious they hated the no. coach and they made a game of it. And um, um, having Brendan Gallagher and Paul Byron that, that, that gave me a little bit, like I actually watched that game. Like, have you, have you all seen um, Howl's moving castle? Yep. I know Dave has. What? Veronica, have you have you seen Howl's Moving Castle? <laughs> no, it's a Miyazaki film. I think you would actually really like it. But there's it's um, it's a Miyazaki directed okay. by a Hayao Miyazaki. It's an anime. So oh okay, there's um, there's this a fire called Calcifer, and mm -hmm. he like powers the house, and he's he's a he's he's alive. He has a spirit. He's like he a living furnace. House, a living furnace, yeah. Mm -hmm. And he like cooks the food and everything, and like without him, like the house dies like there's one point in the film, film where like he's threatened and whatever right. and he almost like fizzles out yeah and it's so like gallagher, Paul, and gallagher and byron they're like the little fire they're the because they're both small and they're continually underestimated for whatever reason and they just bring so much light and life to the yeah. team and to their teammates and that has definitely been missing and i don't think that they can be the one thing to like make the make everybody care or save this save the season or save the players or save the world or save the cheerleader um, yeah but they help a yeah. lot. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Speaking of players uh, that were getting better and then go away, David Savard will miss eight weeks. Oh, yeah, I saw that. He was doing better in all yeah. things. He got injured in the Boston game, I believe. His, oh, His, his yeah, injury originated in the Boston game. Yeah, really? suffered yep on January twelfth while blocking a shot. Yeah, that's that that would be like a normal injury in a normal year, which yeah. makes sense. Yeah. But it's catastrophe right now for the Habs. Yeah. So yeah. there's that. Everything that can go wrong has gone wrong. 
Oh, wait, wait. What was that that, that they just said? He has played 42 games with the Habs this season. And, uh, yeah, he almost played every game. I think the only player that has played every game this season is Nick Suzuki. Nick Suzuki. Yeah. Uh, aside from that, uh, Sammy Niku was on waivers, but he cleared and he was assigned to the taxi draw uh, squad and then put into <laughs> Laval. So him and Lucas Vedemo are going to Laval. Even better for Laval. Get Laval trucking. Aren't they, aren't they in a playoff spot right now at the moment? I have to double check. I think. Because they do it by Probably. point percentage and not just Ooh. points. I, I, I thought that they were just doing at least doing relatively well. They, they are in playoff contention. Okay, cool. Like the last spot for it, though. Uh, Marley's are card, just ahead of them. I don't know how. I have to once it actually happens. I have to review how it all works because yesterday somebody corrected me. I was like, "Yeah, the Lions won, and they only had ten forwards out of a usual twelve in a regular team. Yeah. You know, three lines of." You know, four lines of three. Well, apparently in the ECHL, 10 is the normal number of forwards allowed in a game. So it's three lines and then an extra whoever. Yeah, I had no idea. I was like, what? I got to watch more ECHL. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, Laval, they have a chance. Like, they they have a chance of, you know, doing something great. They did something great last time. They got Mm -hmm. the division title. Couldn't compete for uh, the Calder. But, um... They got a division title, and that was it because of COVID. Uh, other forwards, Jonathan Drouin injured his other wrist, and he is out indefinitely. That really sucks. Uh, Kristen Dvorak uh, is out yeah, it really sucks. for at least the All-Star break. Joel Edmondson, out indefinitely. Don't know what's going to go on with him. Matthew Perot, he'll be out three to four weeks. And, yeah, Armia Koff. Oh, our, oh. I'm so sorry. Armia and Carfield returned to Montreal today. My mistake. Oh, okay. They got back to town today. I was thinking it was this weekend. And uh, yeah, now it's the break. Put Caulfield in the AHL. Put him down there. Put Get him, put, there. Do put him to fucking work. He's gonna score goals. <sighs> it's not, you know, a generational goal what about scorer. Terry Grace? Are we gonna talk about him? Oh yeah, I was about, I, I just I just clicked on his tab. And there was his <laughs> lovely face. He's so handsome. It was so good hearing he his so voice. Handsome. It was, and it was good to see his face too. And somebody was DMing me about it. And actually at the time I was only listening to it on TSN 690. Mm. But um, when I went back to look at it, he looks good. He looks really good. He, he looks yeah. fit. He is, he, yeah. He is never, he, every single time he talks to the press, he looks like he would rather be doing absolutely anything else. <laughs> but he actually looked he actually looked good and like he wanted to be there and not exact, you know, not thrilled necessarily. Yeah. But he smiled a few times mm-hmm. and, and he looks good, better than I've ever seen him. Yeah. Honestly. He's away from the house. So, you know, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you between him and Petrie trouble in paradise oh my God. for the love of God. I understand Julie's in the States. Petrie's in Montreal, but it's the break. Who knows? Maybe he'll get a jump after the break or continue <laughs> being a monotonous mess. That is, yeah. Those ladies. Because with everything that came out, out them, about eh? that. Not a peep oh. out of them. Mm-mm, not a mm-mm, peep. Mm-mm. And like, 
Jeff, with Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Petrie is the most alone he's probably ever been in his entire life. His wife and his children are gone. Carrie Price is dealing with his stuff. Yeah. Uh, Shea Weber Speaking is in of. British Columbia. Um, he doesn't yeah. have family or friends. He's yeah. by himself in a mansion in Montreal. He's like friggin' Willy Wonka without the candy and the Oompa right now. Yeah. Man, I would be like, he's got to be depressed fuck yeah. as fuck. Let's do this. But that's me. Um, more about Carrie Price I thought was interesting. Veronica, you mentioned this. I don't know if we mentioned it last week on the pod, but uh, one of uh, Angela's Instagram stories, like before even the convoy stuff, I think we didn't mention it because we forgot about it. You mentioned, like, Angela had one of her stories, and you're like, is she drunk? And I'm like, maybe she might be. But but one of the things she mentioned in it, I forgot what her day was. She was doing a, a basic influencer whatever thing on, on Instagram story. And she's like, well, you know, Carrie and I, we just got out of couples therapy. And I was like, what, what? Yeah. Ex- excusez-moi? Couples therapy? Now, is that part of the rehab process with Carrie? Could maybe. Could be. It could, it could possibly be. Things. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's a just really good thing to yeah, do. it's just a good healthy thing to do if you hate each yeah. other. <laughs> no, I forget what she was talking about, but I'm just I don't like, she's been it's it's unfair speculation, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the only thing I'm going to say about it well, is that they are wrong about the convoy, and that's it. Yes, that, done. And, and I think that that's why I think that that's why like Julie had her rant, like her rant on Ooh. friday or whenever the thursday that was that she was Ooh. going on and on and on and on and on with her kids in the car um about about you know sort of pontificating it, I, 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 that's the wrong word about about this fucking hate rally on on the weekend in ottawa and everybody else Everybody knew what it was. And I think that that's why she became so defiant because, you know, she was trying to act like it was actually this pure, like inspiring in in Angela's words, um, event. But everybody else knew exactly what it was going to be. Have they never been inspired? Exactly what we knew it was going to be. Have they ever been inspired in their lives at anything else than, you know, blatant, you know, uh, fucking. Yeah. Entitlement. it's it's entitlement, but it's clearly, I'm obviously, just... like deeply held right wing views happening oh, yeah. there. Um, yep. Because, but it's just it's if I just think that if that were me, and I'm hawk, I'm trying to hawk my products to Habs fans, and I'm like I'm always on Instagram trying to sell you something, and you know, like I I'm I'm not going to want to alienate you and if it turns out that i was fucking dead wrong about this thing that i made a fucking huge point of doubling down on everybody Mm -hmm. else is wrong and i'm right um especially about something like this especially about the things that happened in ottawa this weekend were Mm. fucking despicable like I would, I would immediately distance myself from that. Like you don't want to be associated with that yeah. horrible kind of shit. This would Unless be, you. this would be like they're just pretending nothing happened. Like all, all, all the talk about the fucking caravan for the past couple of weeks, and now they're pretending it didn't happen. They cared about it until it happened, and all of a sudden they're just pretending it didn't happen. I actually, I thought it was either going to be that. Or it was going to be um, 
you know, well, not everyone, yeah. you know, it was going to be one of those two things. It would have been like if LeBron James's wife was like, <laughs> you know what? January 6th, those guys were just protesting their rights. Yeah. Yeah. They were just patriots. They were patriots. patriots. Yeah. That's yeah. all. Exercising their First Amendment. And that would have been fucking crazy. I'm not sure how much uh, the two circles interlap between uh, Sheik fans and uh, Terry Fox fans, but uh, hmm. I'm not sure. It's just... It, it... Or veterans, there's, for that instance. so much. The veterans. Oh, my God. Uh, just there's, people there's, in Ottawa that don't want to listen to fucking horns going off every hour of the day. Like, I saw a video of it, and I almost <coughs> threw up. Like, just because the... I watched, like, six seconds of a 30-second video, and it was awful. I cannot imagine living there and having to deal with that all day. I would not be able to function. Yeah. That sounds, like a, that sounds like a noise complaint. They're wanting to be... They're wanting to disrupt, and, like... Parliament's there not in a, session. Exactly. And there's like, so the, much. Mm. There, there's so there are ways to mm. cause disruption as a form of protest. <sighs> and that's just disturbing the peace. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to get into it. But no, you don't like. It's, you're not it's bringing like, anybody onto their side. That's for exactly sure. like you're not. You're not convincing anybody that no. you what you want and what you're trying what you're trying to accomplish is worth accomplishing and should your, your side should be joined like you're harming thousands of other people in the process of being selfish for whatever however many are in your group and there were the uh these guys who were harassing to put it mildly a reporter on ctv who is uh, ctv i think it was a ctv guy um i'm sure you can find it online he's sitting there trying to report and they're like right on top of him and like he's just sitting there waiting for them to get lost and it's just like there's and, and the reporter that they anyway there's just so many things that happened on the weekend and so it it, it, it was never more obvious than like the fucking first scene on the news that all, all this was was a hate rally they're screaming to have the prime minister assassinated they're happy that a vaccine clinic was closed they're ha- they 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 take food from people who are experiencing homelessness they go and eat their food like it's just one thing after another piss marks all over the war memorial once like, your um once your movement is co-opted by fascists yeah. you're on the wrong team yeah. doesn't matter what you're talking about if you if you look to your left, look to your right, look in front of you, look behind you, and there are signs and sigils of hate groups, you're not with you're not among them. You are one of them. You are one of you're, them. You're so you are forever associated with yeah. them. It doesn't matter what you say. You allowed them to participate with whatever else is going on. You yeah. did not explicitly say you are not welcome before it even started. You did not explicitly say you are not welcome. When you saw them arrive, you let them go with you. You are with them. Yeah. You are one of them. Like it's, It was it's, the most predictable thing ever. But one thing that I, I, I never imagined would be that they would assault homeless people and eat their food they and they like people who don't see like unhoused people as human beings like drive me crazy like sure they don't have a brick and mortar house to live they don't have the exact same things you do they don't have a truck to drive around in like they have they still have 
feelings and they have dreams and ideas and thoughts they need food and medical care and whatever and maybe honestly so i'm not and this is, sounds like I'm infantilizing them, but sometimes they really just need somebody to give a shit about them and maybe give them a hug. Like it's or an apartment things. Yeah, like or money. They're like done. Like so, I used to I used to live in a city where like there were I would see homeless people all the time and house people all the time when I went to the bar, or went to karaoke or whatever, and like I always kept like five dollars on me or something or if I didn't have cash I would go and I'd like buy them a meal and bring it back to them be like listen like I can this is why I can give you but I'm like there's some there are people that live that lived in my city they are citizens they're my they are my neighbors and if I could do something for them I would and people who like don't even look they just look at them as less than nothing as bugs like it drives me insane there's a really good documentary on Netflix right now. I think it's called Lead Me Home. It was one of the things that I wanted to mention a couple of weeks ago when we were like when we would hopefully talk about things that we've been looking at or whatever. Lead Me Home. It is a documentary about homeless people and it it is it they are like there's just such a fine line between us and them. Was I talking with you about this date? There's such a fine Doesn't line ring a bell. between like you know, that could be me. Like, you know, I lose my job or, you know, God forbid, whatever happens. It's these people have, um, are, are featured in this. And it's just like, you, you take for granted having a door mm-hmm. and a fridge and a roof and a toilet and a yeah. shower. And, you know, they, they, they're not there because they want to be. Mm-hmm. And they're, it, it, it's, it's, it, the struggle to get out of it is so, it's so sort of defeating and almost hopeless because like, like you have all of these other charities like breast cancer, super popular, you know, whatever, childhood cancer, all of that stuff. People don't the care. Homeless, people don't no, care. people do not care. So that is my cause is homelessness. And, and, and uh, my older brother actually is a, um, he runs a kitchen at the uh, <laughs> First United Church, it's the First United Church kitchen, and he had shirts made up. First United Church kitchen, <laughs> <laughs> That's and, awesome. and the minister there is like, "Okay, Roberto, it's okay." But um, <laughs> so that's my cause because nobody gives a shit. Nobody exactly. gives a shit, and they live in such a state of desperation, and they're not there because they want to be. And if they are, um, if they are addicted to substances, it's not because they like it. They're yeah. escaping, you exactly. know. And we have a, we have an enormous, an enormous homeless population in Vancouver because it's the warmest place in Canada, right? Um, but um, it's just it is really, really like but for the grace of God, quite honestly, like, and, and I just think more people should be donating to that, to that cause. Like when, when I saw, when I saw that they were taking food from the homeless, oh my God, I'm still so outraged, outraged. I'm glad we uh, fund so much of uh, the peace, the police department to take care of these guys. Maybe try to find some of them. You know, that's not going to fucking happen because the police are useless. Sorry to say. If any of our listeners are policemen, what is going on there? I was just making sure that Doug Ford said anything. That useless fuckbag piece of shit. He says, 
Uh, to hate symbols. That has no place in Ontario or Canada. While Doug Ford's daughter was there, and she said it was beautiful to watch the convoy. Not necessarily a Nazi flag, but you know, she has to toe the line between being an absolute fucking piece of shit and, you know, a public figure. Scumbags. Anyway, so uh, Price does not know when he's going to be coming back uh, to the team. Uh, they're still doing some tests uh, regarding his uh, medical recovery uh, with his knee. Um, but long story short, not retiring. Don't know when he'll be back. And, um, well, the one of the things is that if he comes back at all during the season or not, and on whether or not he might never play again, he said, you never know. There's always a possibility. Sounds pretty logical to me. So he's taking a day at a time. It's very, very carrier price. And when he goes home, uh, all the kids are like, (laughs) daddy, daddy, mom's on Instagram again. (laughs) <laughs> and then he's like he okay just, i'm now in remission <laughs> he just goes to jeff's house frankly what a buddy cop so, movie I miss him. they're so cute Link i am them. terrified for them for having a mother like that i'm and sorry another thing what do i know no, I, I agree with i you. have no I children but it's like <laughs> that mom no, is team. yelling at a phone with the kids in the fucking car seat excuse me it's like the one uh fucking video sorry beth uh from a the, the one lady in Ottawa, she's, like, outside the van, like, out the window or, or something. She's, like, videotaping everything. Yeah. Oh and her fucking child, Edmonton, her yeah. fucking... Was it in Edmonton? Yeah, they were doing... They had a thing in Edmonton as well. The fucking child is in the car seat, hands on his ears. I think it is. His ears yeah. looking around, like, what in the hell is going on? Young guy. Young guy. And just... That is that is two years old. That is the goddamn starkest example yeah. of hate is taught. Hate yeah. is taught. Yeah. And if you still hate as an adult, you are a fucking loser, a detriment to mankind, and you're seriously slowing down the f- forward progression of every free thinking person on the planet. Yeah, well, fucking selfless shit. That's the recipe of the right, right? There is, is to malign education. Oh. Because as soon as you go to burning books in America where you leave the house, Woo-hoo! you know, you're 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 off to college, you're gone to university, then all of a sudden you're 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 in this environment where there's all kinds of ideologies and ideas mm-hmm. and differences and all of things. that stuff, right? So that that's that's a, that's a lot of why education is maligned um on the right and when you're not educated and all you know is what your parents taught you and to hate and fear like that that's that's the problem that's the problem for me is those children yeah one one of my really big issues with Angela is that her children may not look it Carrie may not even always may not look it or may not always look it but her husband is indigenous and her children are indigenous. They may not get the cards that Carrie gets because of blood sure they do. things. They do. They yeah. do. Okay. So I got she, something about that. They, Go ahead. Um, so like, I, what I want to know is if Carrie is Carrie saying something to her about what she is promoting or allowing or on, on social media saying that this, this kind of stuff is acceptable, knowing that his family members and his ancestors have been harmed at a cellular, cellular, cellular level 
by people like this. Um, is his is his family saying anything to him or to her, or what? It, what are they thinking when they see this from her? Maybe kind of she's thing. only doing it on like I mean she's on social media, media. a lot. A lot. And like, but that's herself, the thing. Right? But that's the thing. Like his sister's on social media. I know that that Kayla sees whatever she posts, and right. So it's not where it's like it's a secret, but it's just like I feel like she ignores the fact that her her children are passing and are still very much indigenous and same with her husband and that just because she like just because she is white does not mean that they are and that they can still very much be victims of various horrible things just because of who they are in but in their DNA I think I I do think that they live in that bubble where they they think that that that's not an issue you know what I mean? Oh, we're not racist. We're not white supremacists. We're not, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I know I'm not saying, I'm saying like, I think that that's something that she does not account for, take account for. Like she, yeah, just, I think she does that's something that she does like, doesn't even think about because no. she, at this point in time, she does not have to. And so because it does not affect her personally at this time, it does, it doesn't matter and it won't matter unless it does affect her personally. Yeah. We should boycott chic. They're not making it anymore. Good. We won. Well the, the, well, the Habs can make it, but Julie and Pete, Julie and Angela are not part of it anymore. Ah, that's pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, about I that. I would never buy that anyway. I'd rather buy, like, actual Habs stuff. Frankly, I do have their Lulu Mon partnership Listen, shirt and pants. And this have, was before I, I knew Angela exactly. was a, you know, closeted <laughs> fascist. They, they already have our money. It was expensive. And that's it. Done. We can we can still wear it and still also say I still wear this because it's it's makes my ass look not, good. Oh. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> it's environmentally friendly, but also like I can I can also be very vocal and active about yeah. causes that yeah they do not. Say I'll wear those pants about. to the next anti-fascist rally I attend and there probably get Just so fucking yeah. rubber bulleted at again. And also, awesome it'll time. bounce right off your butt. It'll be fine. Yes, they will. Like, Just uh, Julie, bitch. much more so to a much higher degree than Angela, was extremely, extremely Well, she has more kids, so she's more vocal. unhinged. No, they have, the same, they have the same amount. I thought three there was and three. four boys. Oh, my God. So Julie was more yeah. vocal than, than, than Angela about this. Like, more like, you know, like this is like you guys are all wrong about this and don't associate me with the group, you know, blah, 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 blah. But you know, she had this whole, the the whole rant thing. Please don't tell me on social media that I can't say anything about that. Yeah. Leave Julie Petrie alone. It's like, no, like she made a big point of like, if I have, if I have this really, you know, divisive opinion on Twitter, I fucking hear about it from everybody. Yeah. It's like, I want to no, go to the kids. Like, no, but she's an adult and she said what yeah. she said in a public forum. Like a very public forum and made yeah. fucking sure that she made her fucking point. So, so that's why I just think, you know, I'm allowed to say something to her, even though I didn't say anything to her. I was just, yeah. just don't, don't break the kids the are off limits. Kids are always off limits. I don't care whose kids. kids are. Oh my God. Yes. The family not, not is gonna, off not, limits. Not, uh, we can't, we can't say. threaten to harm them. And uh, <laughs> No fucking shit. Everybody with a brain. If she exactly. is adhering yeah. well, to fucking fascists, 
she can go yeah. fuck herself. Yeah, She's using her platform in a way that demeans democratic norms and social awareness of people around the planet. So she can go fuck herself. Done. I think that there's a Next time I see her, just this. Fucking fuck you, you <laughs> stupid fuck. I God mean, I think it. she just has it in her, right? I don't uh, know that she realized oops. that this was a fucking fascist group. Everyone has the internet, this. Julie. You just happen to have a lot of people that listen to you. Yeah, and a lot of people thing, are going right? to say stuff against you. And that's it. Yeah. It was clear that people informed her of that. And that really pissed her off. She goes, you can try to associate me with all of these groups. And like, it's, you did it yourself. That man. Yeah, you associated yourself. Lady. I mean, it's pretty on, easy man. to, you know. <laughs> anyway. Read the forest for the trees here. It's, it's, it's okay to give her your opinion on her bad opinion. But, um, um. Don't you just can't say her. you're going to stab her in the night. I'm, 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 si I'm sick of those tweets. I'm sick of hockey. I'm sick of all That's of that. Stupid. Too bad, yeah. so sad. If she wants to cry about it, then fucking quit Instagram. Arr, arr, too fucking bad then. Yeah. Oh, but then a person should be allowed on social media and not be harassed. Well, then don't be a stupid fuck about it. Like, what Jesus Christ. My That's God, I am sick. I am sick of that Apparently. from everybody. Oh, players don't want to come to uh, Montreal because the players are too blah, blah, blah. I mean, uh, the fans are too blah, 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 blah. <laughs> too fucking bad. Grow a pair. I don't know. Jesus Christ. Don't scroll yeah. through shit. All right. Uh, well, I had a bad game. I'm Jeff Petrie. Yeah, fucking swipe that off. I'm going to watch, I don't know, Dune yeah, exactly. or something. <laughs> I'm going to sit in my fucking mansion. Whatever. I'm going to practice my fucking... Oh, who cares? Jesus Christ, the, the fucking entitlement that this fan base has in regards to their opinions about players and blah, blah, blah. It's, it's heinous. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You don't matter. Christ <laughs> almighty. That was my but rant. I just, I do think it's stupid to reach out to the fucking wife to, to talk to her about the way her husband is playing. She doesn't know. And then is she going to, she, listen, listen, the, the wives playing hockey lasted one season. Yeah. Yes. That's Jeff right. Petrie's, COVID, Jeff Petrie though, is still at the same time. Um, <laughs> so Instagram <laughs> settings receive DMs from people you follow. No. Oh, done. And that, yeah, that it's that, like that there's kind of it's a bad look for me. I'm the so kind of victimhood thing putting that person on blast. Oh, wait, what? What did you do? Yeah, she, Just... she like she, she, she put that person on the, blast. The person like their full Instagram username and whatever. Yeah. Which I mean, like that person was being really shitty. Like I don't oh. think it was. Just reply to I that don't, person. I don't believe. Why do, why do you have to get everybody to about, feel sorry like, for you? About things that aren't the main crux of the issue. Like yeah. we're, maybe I like Dave's taste in music. Dave, like you have a shitty taste in music, and <gasps> also you are a communist. Like like I wouldn't like if I. But my main the main issue was that he's a communist. Which Socialists me, have no not, class. So. <laughs> Listen, I am, look, I'm also a socialist and I don't, like, I mean, we don't listen to all the same things. We listen to some of the same things, but like, it's, it'd be like, Dave, I don't like your nose. And also you drive a Ford and blah, 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 all the, this list of things Howard? that have, uh, Walter. Howard? Walter. 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 I knew there was a um, <laughs> Yeah. But it's just like, it's, it's like, go like stick to your main point this is not a paper that you need to fluff up and make longer stick to your main point tell them they're a dumb fuck for supporting nazis and get the fuck out man i'm so okay we the internet in this zeitgeist and i fucking hate that word but mm. but how the internet works now if you're gonna go after a check mark you better be ready for the clap back i am oh, yeah. sorry 
No matter what your personal disposition and thoughts are to social media, you are going to get hounded, probably. Anytime I go after anyone on the internet, I'll go on Twitter, see some opinion that I don't like. I won't research the topic. I don't give a fuck. I see it. I'm like, that is probably wrong. Reply to tweet. You're a <laughs> fucking scumbag idiot. Tweet it. Confirm I want to send this tweet. Get the 12-hour warning on my account. Mute conversation. Go on with the rest of my day like I'm fucking breathing air. It's happened for, you know what it happens like every week. Well, yeah, but this still, you still have to do that today to that one person. I think yeah. it's possible that they live in such a bubble that they didn't realize that this would be so alienating. I think that they live in such a bubble that they didn't realize that this would be alienating. That this Man, would alienate so many people. I, I Veronica, Twitter. you have a heart of gold because, like Beth said, Angela lives with an indigenous person, a form but, of indigenous family. And if Carrie doesn't put his foot down and he's like, listen the fuck up, this shit doesn't work, that is their own fault. Bubble, self-imposed, or whatever, but it's... You're watching OAN. I am going to gesture, gesture broadly. This 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 thing in my hand. This phone. Mm. It's all you need. And she does not operate it optimally to, to, to readily represent the good values that people should have. It's her own damn fault. That bubble is self-imposed. It will not burst. Until she gets a divorce or something. I don't know. She's sanctioned by the government of Canada. I don't know what. <laughs> just what she knows, just says, Angela. That's it. I'm just, so, I'm just still so furious that this happened in Canada. I'm still so furious. Is this Canada's her. January 6th? Well, they wanted it to be. Like, <laughs> that's the whole thing. Is like, it's so stupid. Like, taking, taking, taking the, the, the formula... The, the failed formula of the failure of what happened in the United States and thinking that it's going to work, you know, like, yep. I mean, they, they, they had all of their disgusting signs and their, you know, their fucking rifles and, you know, Trudeau, like those people, I don't understand why they're not arrested. Uh, I, I don't know how your constitution Honestly, works up there, but, but it'd be but a freedom of speech down here filthy slob idiot people yeah. i'm just so mad the american revolution was a mistake <sighs> so the mad. civil war winning it to keep the country together a mistake, mistake. well yeah yeah <laughs> i mean it depends because i mean oh, I, I don't it depends on where i would have been born because my existence might be illegal if yeah. that were true yeah i know so so um Canadians uh, to launch a month-long winter e-games online tournament. More than $17,000 in prizes, Canadian, available in initiatives presented by Scotiabank in collaboration with Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Ooh, uh, so an eSports uh, game tournament. I always like these little things that they do. Uh, games in the tournament will include NHL 22, so some Chell, anybody that plays Chell, you can do that. Uh, NFL 22, FIFA 22, NBA 2K 22. So the big four of sports, if you're into any of that. 
the NHL will be showcased at the Canadian's eSport event. Uh, both PlayStation and Xbox platforms will be supported. Ooh. How about that? Going cross... Inclusivity. Yeah, yeah, going cross-platform here. Because there's all sorts of video game news I can get into with Sony acquiring Bungie. I have to into that. Uh, first place winners for each game on each platform will win a pair of club-level tickets to a 2022-23 Montreal Canadian Saturday night home game. Signed player practice jersey, 150 bucks at the official store, ah, all sorts of shit. I like the e-game initiatives that uh, the Canadiens put together. I think it's fun. So, that's cool. Yeah. That is the uh, that is actually the last bit of Habs news I had on my tabs to go through. We just, we just got a tweet, us. Oh, asking about Jeff Petrie? Yeah. No idea. I think that uh, that's just a rumor that has just gone mm-hmm. has a little bit snowballed. Uh, I think that's incorrect. Based on a Kent Hughes quote uh, yeah. that was reported on saying that he would be both parties, meaning Hughes and Petrie, would be interested in moving if that were the case. And everyone's like, ah, fuck you, Jeff Petrie. If something worked. Yeah. If something worked. Frankly, it could Anything yeah. can happen now because we have no idea how Hughes operates. Everything. So and keep Gordon, that in mind, yeah. people. Anything yep. can happen now. Mm-hmm. And with oh, the way the season's going. I'm, I'm very afraid. I mean, yeah. I know who's safe for sure, but I'm I'm afraid. It's like the worst episode of Survivor. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have some news. It's not Haps news, but it's hockey news. Cool. Um Today, Willie O'Ree was awarded the Congressional Gold Medal for his extraordinary contributions and commitment to hockey inclusion and recreational opportunity. That's amazing. Very cool. Him right on the eve of Black History Month. Who presented it to him? Uh, Biden signed it into law, so I don't think there's been a ceremony yet. I think there'll be a a ceremony later, but uh, it it was awarded today. Awesome. Now, That's the wonderful. significance of this, oh my god, this is not informative at all. Never mind. <laughs> okay. I'm wondering if it's like a like same thing. It's like the sports version of like the Medal of Honor or Purple Heart. Or... So, that's what I'm about to get into. Um Presidential Medal of Freedom is the highest civilian award that can be awarded in the United States. Donald Trump gave it to Tiger Woods. The Congressional Gold Medal is different. This is one that is bestowed by the United States Congress. Um, So that means the House and the Senate. Um, Just reading verbatim from Wiki. It is the Congress's highest expression of national appreciation for distinguished achievements and contributions by individuals or institutions. The congressional practice of issuing gold medals to occasionally honor recipients from the military began during the American Revolution. Later, the practice extended to individuals in all walks of life and then the late 20th century also to groups. Uh, the Congressional Gold Medal and the Presidential Medal of Freedom, like I just mentioned, are the highest civilian awards in the United States. Um, Let's see who else we got here. Uh, For example, Congressional Gold Medal for Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, Mike Collins, and John Glenn. Uh, That's Mm -hmm. one of them. Uh, 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 Congressional Gold Medal was given to the 442nd Regimental Combat Team during military service of 2010. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Who else? Who else does it do it? Process of awarding... Oh, okay. The gold medal and the presidential medal of freedom are generally, quote unquote, uh, considered to carry the same level of prestige, although there are significantly fewer 
congressional gold medals awarded like in the span of history. So there's oh, a bit, hmm. there's a little niche thing there. A little more, a little more exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, that's what I'm awesome. looking for. That's cool. That's per cool. committee yeah. rules, the last bit here, legislation bestowing a congressional gold medal upon a recipient must be co-sponsored by two-thirds of the membership of both the House of Representatives and the Senate before the respective committees, the House Committee on Financial Services and the Senate Committee on Banking, Housing, and Urban Affairs, will consider it. <laughs> so the two house, the two branches uh, or the two houses vote on it. Then it goes to those those two committees. Then they say, okay, give it to Willie O'Ree. So Yay. congratulations. That is quite a process. Because the president yes. can be just like, bah, bah, presidential it, medal man. of theater. <laughs> and that actually has a voting yeah. process by, you know, our esteemed uh, fellows and fellettes of the uh, of Congress. And we are out of time. Yes. Okay. Is that Everybody it? should go follow NHL History Girl. Her name Ooh, is Jen on Twitter. She is fantastic. She this amazing photo today. Jean Beliveau. Jean Beliveau. Reading Tolstoy and smoking a cigar. I would have had a crush on him in college. I have a crush on him oh, now. He was such a dreamboat. Um, mm. Also, if you have, Jen has a very um, awesome and very wide set of skills, and she has a lot of information, a lot of things, and she's looking for a job. So if you work in the hockey industry or the history industry and are interested, uh, you can find her at NHL History Girl on Twitter. Um, she is wonderful and would serve your place of learning well. Yes. Do you have anything else, Veronica? You want to learn things. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. I have one depressing stat to part with. Okay. No Get member, no member of the Montreal Canadiens has a positive plus minus on the team. The oh, closest no. player is Matthew Perot with zero. <laughs> no. Then Paul Byron with a minus three in one game. All right, that's well, it. That's not his fault. No, it's not. And the worst is no. Ben Schrott minus twenty five. Oh my god. <laughs> then Nick Suzuki minus nineteen. Good Lord in heaven. With all the goals he's on the ice for. That, oh my, oh my God. Okay, I can't, I gotta stop. Right. I have to stop now. I have to right. stop. Put it away, David. It's away. Go buy all right. that thing that you wanted to purchase. All right, everybody. Um, like, subscribe. Um, Follow your friends. Make sure whenever you're talking about the convoy, <laughs> call them truckers with three Ks, and we're out. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye, 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 bye. Weather outside is frightful, but I'll Let's go, let's go, let's go.